0: Book My Show Jukebox presents Think About It with Diksha and Aditya. And we are here, the fourth episode. Welcome to Think About It. And on today's show, aptly named Wait, I Can't Choose, we'll talk about how difficult it is becoming to make choices in our lives, how dating apps have changed the way we date, and why you should never pitch an investor when he's hungry.
1: Okay, pretty interesting lineup today. Quite interested in the investor part though.
0: Not interested in the dating part?
1: Um, to be honest, haven't been very lucky on them. I mean, in my entire life of using these dating apps, I literally had one match and that too in Amsterdam. Ooh. But it didn't go anywhere. I wrote hi and she said, Hey, have you ever met Shah Rukh Khan? (laughs) And that was the end of it.
0: But you could have written some interesting reply to that. But coming to the point of writing, you write this show. Yeah. We are four episodes down. True. What has been the toughest part about writing?
1: Well, contrary to what one might think, finding content or actually going through 40-50 articles, research papers, books and so on hasn't been the tough part.
0: What has been the challenge then?
1: So It has been, you know, making choices. So having lots of choices is considered to be a good thing, hmm. a sign of progress for society as a whole. But it can screw you up in so many ways. The first thing that was done for this season was selecting the topics from so many topics that we went through. Believe me, tough job. And when you write, you read about one thing, it will lead to another, which will lead to another research, another story, and so on, it goes on and on.
0: Isn't that how the web works? Click, click, click?
1: True, but all the topics seem so tempting, it's actually hard to kind of package the right topics in the right amount of time.
0: But then how do you do that? How do you actually sit down, finish writing, because from what I know, your attention is worse than that of a goldfish.
1: <laughs> oh god, I mean, I, I wish that wasn't true.
0: Yeah, like how can anybody get any work done when you have so many things to choose from, so many distractions, even entertaining yourself seems like a task.
1: Entertainment, distraction, how?
0: Pretty simple. So, say you open your music app and you see that there are new playlists. You see an EDM playlist, great, you like EDM. You also see a playlist of fresh hits. You are tempted to try that out. Oh, and then you see a list of best songs by a favorite band, which is followed by this new song from this indie artist you just started liking.
1: And then you get a notification from different video apps that a new season of a show that you like has come up. And confused about which show to watch, you open up YouTube thinking, boss, I just want to watch something casual. Not willing to, you know, invest my time in a show right now.
0: But even on YouTube, what you will see are the videos explaining the ending of that mystery movie everybody has been talking about.
1: Or worse, you know, Easter eggs from that superhero movie you still haven't seen.
0: And then you start getting notifications from other apps that want your attention too. Someone liked your pic. Someone followed you. Someone sent you a text. Someone got married. Remember this photo that you put with dog ears filter last year on this day?
1: And if you're a gamer, you know, the choice widens. So, shall I play that indie hit or this big franchise game that just came up?
0: Or if you're into books, which great book shall I sit down and actually read?
1: Or if you're into comics or manga, again, a new set of choices to deal with.
0: And let's not forget what we do. If you're into podcasts, which one should you be listening to? That true crime podcast or that audio drama?
1: I think we know the answer to that. You should absolutely be listening to our show
0: shameless plug on your own show again, that's new level.
1: You are right, you know, so you simply begin by choosing between 2-3 music playlists, but enough is so much to choose from, that at the end of it,
0: you do nothing but sleep.
1: And since work stretches beyond your office hours anyways nowadays, all these things are conflicting with work as an option.
0: And all these options and work conflict with your side project or passion project if you're into them.
1: Oh, the paradox of choice.
0: That's what Barry Schwartz calls it. In fact, the guy wrote a whole book about how choices impact our lives.
1: But if we are talking about choices, how can we not talk about the jam study by Sheena Iyengar and Mark Lepper?
0: Right. In 2000, they set up a display table with 24 varieties of gourmet jam in a supermarket, which the shoppers could try.
1: And the next day, they simply brought down the number to 6.
0: And as you might have thought, the larger display definitely attracted the larger crowd.
1: But when it came to actually buying the product, People who tried the 24 variants.
0: That is people who were offered more choices.
1: Yeah. So they were 10 times less likely to actually buy the product as compared to the people who were offered less choices.
0: And this experiment has been replicated with so many different products. And people came with the same results again and again. Isn't that something we have experienced too?
1: Mm, Yeah, yeah. So back when we used to roam in those fancy supermarkets without the capacity to actually buy any of that stuff.
0: 150 bucks for hardly a spoonful of some chutney that my mom makes at home. Please, not interested.
1: But let's talk about those dips specifically.
0: Yeah, something almost all of us have experienced. So you will find a guy or a girl with a plate full of different types of dips.
1: That you will try with nachos, of course.
0: You try all these different dips. You like a lot of them. But you can buy only one or two and then you get confused.
1: And you end up buying nothing or probably ketchup?
0: Ketchups also have a lot of variants nowadays.
1: Instead imagine someone offering you 2-3 varieties of hummus. Classic hummus, medium spicy and God unload a water tanker in my mouth spicy.
0: Pretty simple choice. I would say plain, you will say the third option and we will buy the second one.
1: Probably yeah, but why is making a choice so hard otherwise?
0: Before jumping into that, having choices definitely has its pros. It has a positive relationship with autonomy, control, and also positively affects how free markets work.
1: But when it comes to satisfaction, the relationship isn't that great.
0: See, the first obvious con is, the more number of choices you have, the more amount of time and effort you will put in in just making the choice instead of actually doing something.
1: Just think of the time when you have to buy a new gadget, salad topping, or anything where you have a wide variety to choose from.
0: The first bad thing that choices lead to is decision paralysis. You start analyzing the situation so much, start overthinking so much that no action is ever taken. As a result, outcome of your choice is itself paralyzed.
1: And let's say you are able to overcome this paralysis congrats, even then you will not be satisfied simply because even if you have made a choice, you keep thinking about all the other choices. and. That's when the economic concept of opportunity cost comes in. So you choose one alternative, but all the other alternatives are lost. And the more the choices, the bigger that loss seems to you.
0: Exactly. It has in fact become a regular thing for me to do. Whenever I shop nowadays, at least for 6-7 hours post-shopping, I am busy convincing myself that there was some fault with the other choices to make myself feel good about my current choice. You know, there's one more way that choices impact your satisfaction level. How? Remember that happiness formula you used to talk about? Well, it
1: isn't exactly a formula, but more of an equation. Happiness is equal to reality minus expectations.
0: Correct. And overall, it seems so rational. Higher your expectations, overall score will be negative and you will be dissatisfied. But if your reality is better than your expectations, you are in positive and hence happy.
1: Correct. And if your happiness and reality are on the same level, neutral.
0: But when you have so much to choose from, your expectations become so so high that no matter how good the product is, you're just not satisfied, just not happy. The sad part is, in some cases, this dissatisfaction resulting out of choices even leads to self-blame, which might further manifest into something even more serious, something clinical.
1: And imagine all these effects playing out when it's not about choosing a dip but rather something serious like a treatment or life partner you know doctors nowadays give you several options for treatment like how am i supposed to know which treatment is the best for me dude you tell me you are the expert don't try to offload your responsibility on me
0: right as for relationships where so many people are just a swipe away dating has completely transformed and a book by one of your favorite comedians answers that very well
1: modern romance by aziz ansari yeah reminds me i have to finish that
0: book So the book reflects how choices negatively affect our dating lives. Like in the earlier days, you would meet someone in your school, college, neighborhood, and that was it. You might marry someone who just lives across the street.
1: Yeah, you know, no fluff like, I kind of like him, but I don't like his opinions about pineapples on (laughs) pizza. Maybe he's not the right one.
0: True. A lot of people do meet on these dating sites, but researchers have proved time and again The more choices we have when it comes to relationships, the more picky we become.
1: Because we strive towards an unrealistic perfection and end up with no one.
0: Sometimes the choices are so many that you often select people on one variable to make the choosing easier. And in most cases, that turns out to be physical attraction. Muscle man? Swipe right. Lean body? Hmm. Swipe right. Seems kinda cute. Swipe right. Nobody even looks at the full profile. Is that? I mean,
1: is that the reason I have had only one match on Tinder?
0: Ah, don't lose heart, I swipe you, right? Oh my god, you're blushing! And you even get dimples!
1: Okay, okay, stop it. Remember how we decided to keep the show as scientific as possible? Which means that we must also look into the criticism of these researchers that say choice is a bad thing.
0: Yes, a lot of researchers say that these effects are more or less situational. For example, Imagine the other side of the spectrum. Say if you have only one choice.
1: That's when single choice aversion would come in. If you have just one option, how are you supposed to know if it's good or bad? You need some reference or some choice to compare it to and say whether something is good or bad, cheap or expensive.
0: In fact, this has been observed in research as well. When participants in a research were offered a particular gadget from brand A, only 9% people said that they would buy it. But when the same product was introduced from brand B, the number of uh, people buying from brand A went up to 32%.
1: Nice, but realistically speaking, we do live in a world with lots of choices, which do have a negative effect on us.
0: True, but what can be done about it?
1: Well, my belief is that in today's world, aggregators and curators actually hold a lot of value. So if you dumb down a selection for me to a single variable, you are my hero. So Hmm. where to eat? 4.7 rating. Let's go. Which phone to buy? 96 positive score? Cool. Let's go with it. Just saves so much time and effort.
0: Hmm, that's one way to go about it. But not applicable in all the cases. People don't move around with a single score on top of their heads. So the best way to be satisfied and actually be happy is to settle for good enough. Don't lower your standards. Don't try to aim for unrealistic perfection. Just settle for whatever's good enough. So many people I know followed the same principle and have one of the happiest relationships in my circle.
1: Similarly, when it comes to product, carry a list with yourself of all the things you need in that product. When your needs are met, just buy it. Don't push yourself. Nothing is perfect, guys. Not even a flagship phone that costs 50,000 plus rupees.
0: For a kidney. And with that amazing lesson, we bring an end to today's episode.
1: The next episode, that is fifth and the mid-season episode is going to be something you cannot afford to miss. Mm-hmm. It's going to be about how irrational we are in terms of money and the psychological effects associated with it.
0: Keep listening to Think About It with me, Diksha and Aditya. This show was written and produced by Aditya Gopal Ganguli. that you can listen to exclusively on Book My Show Jukebox where all you have to do is just press play.